quick. Welcome, friends, to um, not find your friends, like I said last episode, by the way. It's called Find Your People. I mean, Details. you are our friends. Details. But <laughs> I listened back and I was like, I don't even know the name of our own podcast. That's the kind of life I'm living right now. <laughs> I just thought you were saying friends find your people and it all just got yeah, it all got well you know i'm blonde and um old and yeah that's probably what happened oh <laughs> uh, welcome mandy it's so good to see you we've got so much to talk about this week so many things are coming up the holidays are coming up um we're in, we've got sports galore um so i'm gonna get us started off this week um I think it's time we had the Pat McAfee discussion. <laughs> we may have felt this coming. Yeah, there are some times I really like Pat McAfee. Like when he's, I feel like he's the worst case of ADHD on the planet. <laughs> and so like when he's focused and he really knows what he's talking about. Like he has really good sports knowledge. But the problem with Pat McAfee. <laughs> the reciprocation of our society. He, it literally has been on WWE multiple times. And you have to wade through the junk to get to the really good stuff and insights that he has. And I, if I could do anything for Pat, it would just, first of all, tell him to just not and second like get him some adderall here's my question for you though katie oh lord I feel like maybe we're in the minority i think we are oh, unfortunately so what do we do we <sighs> you know i mean think about how we used to i mean i agree with you a thousand percent i don't even mm. watch it i can't even i can hardly look at him just, um and lee corso wasn't even on this week oh lee well it um, was out west and early and he doesn't okay. do early mornings anymore well kudos to him Same. um but you know like how do we i mean like think about how we used to feel about our grandparents when yeah. they'd be like rah, rah, you know like i don't want to I don't want to be the the you know the naysayer of everything new and different. Yeah, but I also don't like that. I think he's pretty close to our age too. So I mean, he can't say that he's just young and dumb. It's 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 playing to yeah. It's playing to the base. Yeah, it's playing to you know. It's it's playing to the easy the yeah. easy thing in life yes it is it absolutely is and i think that's a bigger issue across the board but it's certainly rearing its ugly little head on game day college game day so this saturday i'm gonna be at don't be shocked i'm gonna be out of town again <laughs> so i won't be watching um love what i'm gonna be doing but i'm just i'm tired um but the next Saturday, I really think I may watch the SEC Network show with Tim Tebow. But he can be a little whiny sometimes. And it's got Feinbaum on it. And he's a little it's old. Kurt Kubelik or whatever. Is yeah, that who I like Kurt. Now, he's not terrible. But like That's our friends others, on the Big Boo cast really like him. Love him. He's been on their show. The wife's been on their show. So he's great, but like the others, I don't know if I'm going to like them. You know, we should yeah. start our own, which we kind of have, <laughs> but like ESPN should pay us. Oh boy. So part of what Pat is doing this year, which I think is great on some level, this is another reason that there's some good things about Pat McAfee, but then he just goes off the rails. Um, you know, he was a kicker. And he kicked yeah. West Virginia, and then he kicked with the Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning. I'm just going to pause you real quick. If anybody hears a gremlin, yeah. that would be my friend Gracie, who's decided to talk to me There's now that we started recording. Anyway, I, keep going. It's funny. Like, she walks behind you, and I see her little butt swaying on the picture. 
and it just gives me life. Okay, it good. just gives me life. So Pat was a kicker, and one thing he talks about, which is so true, and I I have found myself doing this, is you know saying, "Oh my gosh, kicking is so easy." How can they miss it at 20 yards? Well, it's really not that easy. It's very pressure filled. It's a lot riding on one, one singular person's shoulders. And I do get that. So what he's doing this year on college game day to kind of prove his point is pulling a random student out of the crowd every Saturday morning and they can kick a field goal from, I think it's 30 yards and win $30,000. And if nobody went, kicks it or get, if they, that kid doesn't get it, then the, he adds $5,000 every week. And they're up to like, nobody's gotten it. Because kicking really is hard. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to prove the point. I get it. I mean, it's a great little segment. It's one of the few that I actually like to watch. But here's what our little boy, Kurt Herbstreit, does. He holds the ball for the kicker. And that bougie boy, that pretty, pretty bougie boy, kneels on a little customized made pillow. I don't, I don't, I don't hate that. It's he's, kneeling down he's our age. three seconds. He's our age. Okay. Maybe I'm being judgy of pretty, pretty boy, Kurt Herbstreet. But like, it's know like how bad my knees are, and I never played any sports. They like lay his little pillow down. <laughs> that is funny. On it. Usually, it's um Desmond Howard that like presents the pillow on the ground, and they put it down, and he holds the ball. That's funny. Like Herbie, I'm gonna need you to buck up there, buddy. But he <laughs> he is our our age, so maybe I can forgive him. <laughs> But I really do like, that's one of the, like I said, that's one of the few segments that I do like. It's gotten so bad though. And the kids have missed so badly that Desmond and Kurt are now putting up their own money too. (laughs) So this last kid could have won like $200,000 if he'd made it. Because they all were like, yeah, I'll put $75,000 in too. Wow. I know. Um, let's work on our kicking skills well they haven't been brave enough yet to get a well the first week they had a kid that played soccer so they haven't been brave enough to really find somebody that could actually maybe have a chance of doing it yeah yeah so i think they're flaking on that too well they'll probably wait till the last week yeah because again the wrestlefication it's all scripted all scripted so yeah like they do this randomizer on there now where they're like pick a random topic for kurt to talk about click and i'm like it's not random he's known it's gonna be whatever pops up (laughs) he's done the research he knows what's coming Hmm. you're not fooling me scripted all scripted um and then so today is all saints day which is uh, all saints sunday is one of my favorite services of the year don't be shocked agreed well you know you visit your pals at the cemetery that's what i'm preaching and then you go to uh all saints sunday it's funny i don't remember growing up i don't remember all saints sunday being a thing i'm sure it was i just wasn't paying attention yeah the first one i remember um is sometimes we would before i discovered mulberry and macon Mm. sometimes we went to riverside methodist in Uh undergrad and I remember being at Riverside um, on All Saints Sunday with my roommate Dixie right after her grandmother had died. Mm-hmm. And that's like the first All Saints Very I remember. Nice. It is. It's such a beautiful, yeah, beautiful ceremony. And we're singing a really fun anthem, but I'm not going to be here, so I'm going to miss it. Yeah. Um, so Mulberry does All Saints to the nines, of yeah. course. There's this yeah. banner with ribbons with bells that they put on it so it's sound you hear the sound of the bells and then every family gets a bell uh, for their person and it's very pretty we're Mm -hmm. doing a very um sweet service um here at my church um it's just a wonderful wonderful thing even if you haven't lost somebody that year i think it's always good to reflect on those 
that have come before us not to get too preachery well now you'll love this so the the um scripture that our anthem was based on is the one about the cloud of saints mm-hmm. um and the girl that sits beside me in choir I can't remember if I actually talked about this on the podcast or not. She, uh, a lot of choirs will hire professional yes. singers to come in, which mm-hmm. I didn't know about growing up at Moultrie. That was not necessary because everybody at Moultrie knows how to sing. Uh, um, but a lot of other places you need some help. Yeah. And so this girl um, was hired by my little church. At some point, it, our choir director left during COVID. And I wasn't singing at that point. I didn't go back until about Easter of this year, but yeah. she's a really, she's, I mean, she was a, um, opera major. Oh, and like, I mean, she's like, she's legit. legit. Um, yeah. and I I'm would not be intimidated sure. sitting by her. I don't think you are. Not at all. No, <laughs> um, but she, um, she didn't grow up Methodist. Like she, she's obviously been to church, Yeah. um, but she's not Methodist. Um, like she doesn't participate in communion, even though it's Methodist communion, everybody's welcome. Like she was open, yeah, you know, and that's all well and good. Yeah, but anyway, she's she said after we had rehearsed it, she said, "Why is this a cloud of saints and not a crowd of saints?" <laughs> so that. anyway, we had to we had to pull out the Bible and read the scripture and go over all of that. So yep, I love funny. it. I love it. Um, my, he also may have dropped the F-bomb during oh, choir practice recently. Oh and I about fell out of my chair. I love it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love that. You know, uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love it. I like, and I like to answer her questions and, yeah. you know, make her uh, feel included. I know, right? We're singing my favorite hymn for all the saints, mm-hmm. the favorite in their rest. Um, it's such a good, I love it. And then um, my, the other thing I'll say, this is, I don't know why this took such a dark turn. I was actually about to start talking about Halloween, but here we are talking Listen, about that. All faints is not dark necessarily. I love it. It's really, really my favorite. Cause you, for me, for any like Holy week, I love the days leading up to Easter almost as much as I love Easter because you have to mm-hmm. sit with the hard things. So the joyful things are more joyful. Exactly. And so I love sitting with this for a, a Sunday, but, um, my, uh, Bishop in residence at Candler school of theology is named Larry good pastor and, <laughs> um, Bishop good pastor calls them balcony saints. So all those saints that look over the balcony of heaven and keep an eye on you. And I love to think about it that way. Yep. 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 Balcony saints. I like that. Yeah, I do too. So, um, that's what Sunday's going to be about. And if not, I don't talk about this other one much, but if you really care to listen, I have another podcast that you can listen to. You should hear listen. my sermons. You should talk about it. That's called Grids in the Gospel. And there we go. Um, so I say that today is All Saints Day, but yesterday was my favorite holiday because <laughs> I never had children. And so all the children parade in front of me in cute little outfits. And yesterday did not disappoint. So I I love the way you framed that on our last podcast about like you liked Halloween because you like to, you know, hand out candy to all the little children. And I knew I was going to get Gracie yesterday. And so I said to Susie, I think I'll stay at your house because she lives in the neighborhood and I'm sure she gets trick or treaters. Um, And so I was like, I'll keep Gracie at your house so I can hand out candy. Yeah. And then by the time the day actually rolled around, I was like, yeah, forget it. I'm going to watch yeah. baseball in my yeah. quiet little condo. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, um, my sweet friends host me every year. It's a new tradition and we have so much fun. Um, they live in a neighborhood with a bunch of people and I do not. Um, so I go over there and we sit on her front porch and have a tasty adult beverage. And we order appetizers from a local restaurant. And we throw candy at children and it's wonderful. And we have so much fun. And then when her children get home, we give the parent tax, even though I'm not right. here and I still take the parent tax. Listen, I have children. a question for you. Yeah. Have you heard about, I can't remember what it's called now, something switch. 
No. I'm going to have to look this up real quick. Look so it up. Say, also, what's coming up is Jimmy Kimmel always does the thing where the yeah. parents hide the children's yeah. candy and tell them they've eaten it all and get the reactions, which I'm hoping those are coming out very soon because those Me are always too. my favorite. But yesterday I got roared out by a, like a three-year-old little lion who was precious. Uh, there were lots of princesses and puffy coats because it was very cold. Um, I saw a lot of Mario. I guess I saw a lot of yeah. I did was there too. a movie this year? Maybe I don't know, but I I noticed that too. A lot of um, a lot of Mario. I don't know. Um, Who posted that? People but, don't change your name when you get married. <laughs> The cutest one, though, was this. She was probably four. And she was dressed in um, a little scuba suit. And she had her tennis shoes on with it. And they had taken a liter Coke bottle and sprayed it silver. And put it on her back for her little big tank. Her air tank. And she was a little scuba Very cute. And she came up with her little bitty voice and said, joke or treat. And it was the sweetest. Aww. Like, I was like, can I please, like, take you home? No. That's funny. Uh, it was so great. It was my favorite outfit of the night was the little scuba diver. So. Yeah. I do love I, a creative. Yeah. Mind you, being uh, Gracie's chewing on something. Sorry. Well, the gremlin's always a gremlin. Be, being, being that I was one, yeah, you know, my costumes and creativity were not necessarily the the hallmark of the Caldwell. Uh, I Halloween. saw your post yesterday. <laughs> that listen, that was one of the good ones. I know that was one of the good ones. The clown, uh, the clown outfit was one of the good ones. Uh, I I vividly remember in Birmingham when we lived in Birmingham. I wanted to be strawberry shortcake, mm, and that's we what does. We went to Kmart and I didn't remember if they were sold out of strawberry shortcake or if it was just cheaper to get her little apricot friend. Mm. But whatever the little apricot friend was named, I was that full on scary, terrifying plastic mask. Plastic masks. Listen. Anyway. Um, switch Witch. Switch is Witch. what it's called. Okay. And it's, oh, I have you, seen that. You can leave your candy for the witch for the witch who will come and get it and leave you a toy instead yes, so you don't have 85 pounds of candy uh, i'm you. gonna be the old lady on the front lawn and say i'm sorry y'all that is some bullshit yeah. and y'all need to let your kids eat some candy let them eat candy the boys especially last night because they've got a daughter who stayed home with us it's her senior year and so she's kind of over Aww. it but we had so much fun it was great to see her uh, but the two boys came in with like huge bags of pounds of candy and were reluctant to give me my taxes. And I was very angry with them. And yeah, all they did was laugh at me. Oh, the, gremlin, the, the gremlin just did. She's part of the Olympic diving team. She just did a half gainer off your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! One of these days we're gonna okay. have to start putting. She's okay. Because <laughs> no gremlins, no gremlins <laughs> injured. Sorry, y'all. You can think about a dog going head butt overhead. That's what exactly just happened <laughs> randomly in the back of Mandy's little Zoom square. Oh god! My favorite thing ever. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> So, um, yeah, if you're concerned still, about your kids eating that much candy, you on. just sneak in after they go to sleep and, and take, take some. Come on, parents, your kids eat the candy. Um, as for my own self, Halloween, my own self, one of the few days that the tiara is not implied. Did you wear it? So, here was my dilemma this year it was a Tuesday, which is chapel day at Candler. So therefore, I had to serve communion, and I did not think that a tiara. You should wear the tiara serving communion on All Saints service day at <laughs> Candler. Gosh, Katie, I can't imagine why you came to that decision. 
So in full Katie Princess fashion, I just wore two yesterday. Uh, one of my tiaras, it's not really a tiara, it's more of a pearl and rhinestone headband. And so I wore my headband. There you go. To chapel. And then I brought the big gun with me to the Crutchfield household and uh, wore it there. That was, so I think those I were some good choices. Two tiaras. See? Is what I'm saying. I like it. I like I it. So it was just a great day. It's my favorite day. I got to see a bunch of cute kids. I'm not in charge of them. I don't have to deal with them. The on best time. It's yeah. so great. And they parade mm-hmm. right in front of you and the cutest little outfits and they roar at you. So I love it. And there's no Damn. pressure. Like with Christmas, there's so much pressure. You got to do gifts and wrap. Well, there's and no decorate. pressure for you, the single person who doesn't have children. Imagine if you had a child. I and also, can we, the other thing I noticed this year, which I applaud and I think it's great. Can we talk about the fact there's no way on earth my father would have ever dressed up like whatever oh, no. that character is from super mario that yeah. all the dads were dressing up all in. of them my dad didn't go my dad wasn't going trick-or-treating with us my dad was at rehearsal somewhere there were golf carts with like giant spiders on top yeah so there's like, no pressure for effort. us there's yeah. no pressure for us but there's a lot of pressure there for is a lot these of pressure. You're right, which is why i like it because <laughs> that's all on y'all all on and y'all. listen I love it. I enjoy it. I love to see it. And I thank God every year I don't have children. Amen. Amen. There are some perks. There are. There are definitely some Not perks. having to come up with all that. And like my friend Casey, St. Simon's Casey, who makes the great cookies. Yes. She's very creative. Um, And she, they do a family costume and like, she loves it. And, you know, she's got an attic full of stuff to pull from. Like she loves Halloween. Yeah. That is great. That would not have been my forte. Now, if I had to do all that stuff, Halloween would not be my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But for me. I'm with you, you, girl. Selfishly. Well, I myself went as the meme on Instagram that two people shared with me before eight o'clock yesterday morning. I went dressed as a former gifted child just so people would ask me, what are you, what are you supposed to be? And answer so many things I was supposed to be. <laughs> That's I what used, I went as. I used and to every year as a disgruntled Geico employee. <laughs> there you go. Showed up. Uh, but I, so I will say the first year I moved to the beach there the, for a couple of years previous, um, a group of local women had started dressing as witches and riding their bikes to the elementary school that's that. probably about four miles uh, west of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took that whole endeavor, took on a life of its own about the time I moved here. The woman who actually started doing it is a friend of mine. And I had seen it on Instagram and thought, yeah. oh, that's cute. That is cute. Um, but the year, first year I was here, I woke up on Halloween morning and it, I thought the aliens were invading I thought they ended. there was a bright light in my house I got up Etta and I were like what is happening and directly outside my balcony they had set up for the like early news program like the before the today show yeah. local news program yeah. had set and up the- and they had their light ow do not bite me the gremlin is gremlining today you just go over there no listen chill yourself out um, the light was shining directly into my condo and they were setting up the shoot to interview my friend Christy and then all these witches and when I say 200 women witches I am not exaggerating oh. like it is a it was a slew of women and then it became after they rode to the elementary school. Gracie's now making the gremlin out is now attacking her face. <laughs> after they rode to the elementary school, they would come down to the restaurant, which at that point was called La Playa. La Playa, and it became a giant drunk fest. Love it. And that was my kind of day. No matter what time it starts, they would have their mimosas. They would have their cackle contest. 
y'all it was you know, eight o'clock in the morning and i got a bunch of drunk women down there cackling it was not my favorite so i don't know where they i don't know what has happened they have they left from somewhere else or something i did not wake up to 200 women ready to get their drink on downstairs yesterday so i was thankful yeah that's good. um yeah but i did so i stayed home and watched the world series love it so just to keep y'all updated on where we are with that so y'all can be educated the rangers are one win away snakes are alive still but snakes you know alive, they're, but barely. they're hanging on they're hanging on um Corey Seeger who I had mentioned to you all um has been a dog he uh y'all may have heard the term Mr. October that refers to Reggie Jackson yes Reggie Jackson the great um, Reggie Jackson he uh, earned that moniker playing uh for the Yankees and I saw a graphic yesterday that Corey Seeger has now matched reggie jackson's really? numbers for october like is, he is reggie still here on this earth with us he is he is actually he um he is a consultant with houston so oh. he works for the astros okay but i'm sure he's thrilled still oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah and and cory seager's like he's one of those like very stoic mm-hmm. uh, um sort of players and i he's saw him running the runs. Yeah, I saw him running the bases yesterday. He didn't even crack a smile. And I was like, Yeah. But he apparently so you know, he played he used to play for the Dodgers. And he um his free agency, he opted to go to the Rangers year before last. So he's been with mm-hmm. them for two years. But he won the MVP with the year the Dodgers won the World Series. Mm. And you know, that's who the Astros beat. I think that's, I think it was the Dodgers that the Asterix beat in 2017, which was the year of the sign stealing controversy. Mm. So you want to talk about people who hate the Astros is the Dodgers and Corey Seager in particular. And he had a big home run when they were still playing the Astros and like was yelling as the ball made contact with his back. It was out like some emotion coming out of that man, which is unusual. Yes. Very stoic. But uh, Adolis Garcia, who I also mentioned last week, uh, is injured. He tore his oblique. So that was a big blow. And then Max Scherzer, um, also he had started uh, game three and had to come out because he's injured. So they've had a couple big injuries. So if Arizona can make it to game seven, if they can win tonight and make it to game seven, they actually still have a pretty good shot yep. of beating the Rangers. So, so where will game seven be? So they'll play tonight in Arizona. Okay. And then they'll be off um, on Thursday. And if needed, game six and seven would be back in Dallas. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, but that's where we are. Did um, you see, um, I'm sure you did. Did you see W um, bounce it? Did I just can he we just, just talk? I, I mean, me I love up. that man. I can't help it. I, I just, know. I still love that man. Watching him walk out to the mound and listen, that man gets a pass on any first pitch situation yeah. ever after what yeah. he did yep. following 9 11. Like, but that, yes, no, I just I couldn't help but just giggle at him walking out straight out to swagger. the mound. Like, oh, there's W. Here's there's w. Our w. <laughs> he was so, so cute and i you know except for this most recent former president i and maybe we can talk about this in one of our episodes i just love the little friendship that they all have that clinton yeah. and the bushes especially are just so close and so kind to each other even though they beat each other at different times and i mean w michelle obama I love that. They're like besties. Can you believe it? And then, anyway, it's just, it's a great relationship. And I just love little W. He's so cute. And he's a painter, which is fabulous. I love that he's found his little voice with something artsy. That just cracks me up. So, yep. Anyway, I loved it. I love seeing that. So maybe the, I don't know who they would let do it in the last game. Maybe they'll bring him back. 
Um, Let him travel more time. (laughs) Speaking speaking of bouncing first pitches, you know, Randy Johnson, the Hall of Famer, former pitcher, who I think he started, you know, Arizona won. I think it was that year that W threw out the first pitch. Arizona was playing the Yankees after Mm -hmm. 9-11, 2001. Um, I was in law school. I can remember sitting in my... um, the house we were the professor's house we were renting i can remember sitting there watching it but anyway randy johnson i think started the the game i can't remember if it went to seven games but he started the last game for arizona the year they beat the yankees so he threw out the first pitch um in arizona and he bounced it and i mean randy johnson's a hall of fame pitcher so it's hard y'all if you're not currently doing it it's hard one of my favorite uh, Halloween costumes, speaking of Halloween, was a guy dressed up like Randy Johnson and then a girl dressed up like a dead bird. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> like, that was good. There we go. Uh, uh, and then other baseball news. I thought this was sort of an interesting story that people might be yes. curious about. I can't wait to hear about this because I haven't heard about it. So a woman has sued the Braves and uh, Solaire you know who was on the world championship team he's the one that hit that gigantic homer in houston that they always replay yeah um he apparently threw a ball into the stands and it hit her in the face and she has sued the braves and Solaire. um so first of all my guess is it's the statute of limitations is two years because like she's just uh, filed it and we're right here at the two-year anniversary of Those the world series damn lawyers um <laughs> so i'm guessing they've been trying to get money yeah this whole time and they have not been successful so they have filed this suit i can't imagine like there has got to be a waiver on every ticket that you Absolutely. buy that says, you know, you assume the risk of getting hit by a ball yeah. or a bat or, a, you know. So unless Jorge Soler, like, spotted her and hates her and has a personal vendetta against her and then purposely lobbed this ball straight at her head. Yeah. I can't imagine um, that there's, you know, that yeah. it would survive that kind of waiver. I wonder if the waiver though is limited to things happening during play of the game. If that's what they're going to so. say, I wouldn't think. I so, mean, the MLB, are you? Are you know, I wouldn't think I so, but because you know, think about at least try batting practice and stuff. But the other thing, lots yeah. of people have been the thing that sort of gained the most headlines that I've seen, and I haven't actually read the suit or even read an actual article about the whole mm. thing. I've just seen okay. these headlines. Um, but the other thing people have been curious about is that uh, part of her claim is like it's it's the legal term is loss of consortium. Oh yeah, I know what that means. I've uh, happened, so, in but it's like companionship, and it can also mean you We're know explicit, so you can say it. You know, being able as I as I told my friend Kelly this morning, um, you know, it's an old common law cause of action. You know been around for a long time i said leave it to the men to figure out how to get paid for not getting laid yep (laughs) so that is a everybody's like what is that it's a very old cause of action that has been around and you see it a lot in like personal injury lawsuits where somebody you know has some sort of catastrophic injury um so yeah that's that's not unusual i know that term yes um, <clears throat> indeed it is so, not unusual but it is ridiculous yeah uh yeah sometimes it's not ridiculous but this, sometimes it's not this one yeah i mean I, you know it's, i don't know we'll see what happens um I, I can't help but think that mlb will become involved in this lawsuit mm-hmm. um because they're not going to want to set any sort of precedent nope. um for people getting paid so we'll see um but that was so that's sort of your baseball update that for the week, friend. Thank you. Um, in other news, Jenna got adopted. We had her little meet and greet last Yay, Thursday Jenna. with Madonna, her <laughs> new sister. Did they vogue? 
um they did they 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 tried to vogue a little bit we had to sing little gracie here we we did it at gracie's house so they could have the yard to run around in but we ha- we had to gracie had to leave because we knew jenny would be protective she left her little friend gracie so we didn't want that causing friction and then uh i put her in the car with these two people yeah i've been told they're in their 60s and they were but they were in their late 60s yeah and let me tell you two wine runners is a lot of dog it is a lot of dog and i was just a little nervous when the woman almost fell down walking jenny to the truck (laughs) she tripped it was okay but put him in the back of the like it was an extended cab truck and you put him in the, the back seat and i thought jenny is my only foster that i've had that I would put in a small area like that with another dog, just because she's Jenny, like she's not going to, if they, if Madonna got pissed off, Jenny would just be like, sorry, dude. All right. She's yeah. not going to come back at her all. But, right. So I've heard from, um, once. She um, well. Yeah. She's doing well. So fingers crossed. I've only had one. I have had one get returned, um, okay. in all my time. Um, but I don't, foresee that happening they're gonna get out to their 10 acre farm and those girls are gonna run around and be happy and it's gonna be just fine so um how long do you have the gremlins speaking of puppy updates so i am leaving on thursday tomorrow morning um to go to nashville um there's a regatta this weekend regatta Uh, regatta to go be bougie um so i will drop the gremlin off to be boarded in the morning so love it and her owner i'm like you won't have her when you get back will you okay. no Susie had to go to vegas yuck for a work conference i don't um, love vegas so i really i didn't leave anything there um so i don't foresee ever having to go back nope never yeah it's not my yep. idea of a good time yeah so any Haiti. Um, so you're going to talk to us about some that. food stuff now, aren't you? Yeah, I am. So uh, this past Sunday, I know y'all are waiting with bated breath to hear how it went. Uh, we had the chili and cornbread cook-off. I don't think we knew that was my church. Oh, well, it was delicious. And as the preacher, you know, you have to try everything. Can't be making anybody mad. No. So... Um, I felt it was my duty to try all the cornbread and all the chili. Um, but I also didn't want to make cornbread and chili and show everybody up because, you know, I'm right. a competitive person. That was nice. So I took dessert. Okay. And one thing I took was one of my very favorite things to take is a bunt cake. And it's a butterscotch bunt cake. And I will put all hey, that the... three times fast. Nope. Because it will come out wrong. Uh, we are explicit, but you know, <laughs> um, I will put all these recipes um, in the show notes um, because they're my favorites. So I thought this butterscotch cake, one thing that makes it, I think, really good and not overly sweet because um, here's what I do. The, um, the recipe calls for like a half a bag of butterscotch chips. But what am I going to do with a half a bag of butterscotch chips, but eat them? So I just throw the whole bag in. So it makes it a little sweeter. Make it less sweet for yeah, sure. So the buttermilk yeah. really counteracts that. And it's a really easy, really great recipe. I love it. Um, I make it all the time when I have something to take. I don't keep it here at the house generally. Anyway, um, so I have all this buttermilk left because you can't buy if I ran the world and the dairies, I would make this little milk carton size things of buttermilk because sometimes all you need Amen. is one cup. I will say real quick. Yeah. You can buy powdered buttermilk. Really? I've never tried it, but they do make a powder form of buttermilk. And I get, I'm assuming you just add regular milk to it. Yeah. To it up, but anyway, but yes, I otherwise I totally agree with you. Whoever, yes. whoever uses, you know. Well, now I have three-fourths of a small carton of buttermilk in my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do with it? And so I thought I would share with y'all some of my other things that I love to make with buttermilk. One of them is this cheese bread that is delicious. Um, I got it off Pinterest. I find the sharpest, crunchiest cheddar cheese 
Um, old crock is a good one. The unexpected cheddar is a good one. And you put a lot of pepper in it and the buttermilk and it is delicious. I toast it up, put butter on it, toast it up for breakfast in the mornings. When yeah. I make a loaf, I try again, not to keep it just laying around, but I have buttermilk. So twist my arm. So that'll mm-hmm. be coming to the Katie world soon. Can't wait for that recipe. The other one that I love is I think is a classic that I do make a lot in the summer. Um, but I also make it the holidays. Sometimes buttermilk pie It's very Southern. Um, I love a buttermilk pie, just a plain old buttermilk pie. I make whipped, I make whipped cream to go on it sometimes. Uh, if I get a little saucy, I put cinnamon in the whipped cream because the cinnamon and the buttermilk are good together. However, in the summer, my favorite thing to do is to grate some lemon zest into yes, it and either add blueberries or raspberries to the bottom of the pan and pour the buttermilk over it and have a buttermilk fruit pie Yum. with some homemade whipped cream, of course. And it is delicious. Um, you can always find good things on um pinterest that's how i found the cheese bread i just put in buttermilk recipes there's tons of good chocolate cake recipes out there that use buttermilk obviously you can soak some chicken in it if you're going to fry chicken you should absolutely absolutely living actually has a great recipe for buttermilk baked chicken love that i feel like it's a whole lot easier than than frying Frying chicken yeah especially like you know on a weeknight yeah yeah that the southern living buttermilk baked chicken recipe is killer i haven't made it in forever but it's good so i'll try to find that too and put that on there what other buttermilk things do you like mandy um i do i do like to use buttermilk in my cornbread oh yeah yeah that's a good i don't have to but i do like to love it um and I'm trying, there's something I make at the holidays that requires buttermilk, but I can't think of what it is right now. So a lot of my old country family, speaking of the cornbread thing, used to like crumble up day old cornbread and pour buttermilk, buttermilk over it for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, not my that. idea of a good time, but that's not a real Southern thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My granddaddy used to drink buttermilk. Here's another there. hint about buttermilk, about buying buttermilk. Um Oh, I know, like cinnamon rolls, like baking. A lot of times when I make like cinnamon rolls, okay, I'll use buttermilk. Um, if you don't have buttermilk, you can y'all can Google this. But there's if you have regular milk and not buttermilk, and you have a lemon, yes. you can just squeeze lemon juice into the regular milk and let it sit for a little bit, and then you'll get that tang like buttermilk because it's basically soured milk, right? Spoiler: why, why are people eating it with cornbread? I don't know. Um, yeah so that's a great uh, i forgot about that that's a great tip if you don't have it maybe that's what i should have done but it's right there and you know what else is right next to it and i mean this is another topic maybe for another day but the eggnog's already out which oh boy i love eggnog see i've never really it's october well now it's too early for eggnog too early yeah can't do it december all month long i will drink eggnog with bourbon in it there i'm there See, I'm, a, I'm a milk punch person okay i like a milk punch but i'm more of an eggnog person i've never really like i didn't grow up with eggnog um i didn't either it's a recent addition and you can't get just any eggnog like, right there's a couple that's brands what i was gonna say i feel like maybe store. i hadn't hit the right eggnog yeah. yet the jack daniels brand is good to me okay um and some of the smaller creameries if you can find like mm-hmm. their version of eggnog, it's really, really good. But the like big brand or not, that's not real. Yeah. Um, my um, this is a rabbit hole. I did not mean to go down, but my garden club, yes, I'm a member of a garden club. Yes, you should be. Don't be jealous. Every year at Christmas, they make homemade eggnog, and that is oh. the strongest stuff and is the best stuff. I have ever had in my life it's so good well you know you introduced me to milk punch oh julianne chambliss julianne chambliss there we go (laughs) 
The other Macon tradition that I love at the holidays, and I've never been invited because you have to put a roof on a building, is the roofers um, have a huge Macon party um, with all their like customers. The roofers union? No, the, like the company. It's L.A. Schwartz. Oh. And their last name is not Schwartz, but that's the name of the company. Um, but they have a big eggnog party every year. And it it is so strong. They use a boat paddle. They make so much of it. They use a boat paddle and it takes the varnish off the boat paddle. It's so strong. <laughs> and they don't just use bourbon. Like nobody knows the recipe. I think it's just to dump everything they've got in their liquor cabinet thing in the pot. I mean, it's so I'm good. I'm scared of that. I'm the recipient usually of a jar of it from some people that don't drink. And so... I have had it and oh it is a sipping sipping eggnog. <laughs> well, that's, um, I finally got anyway, cool down here. Uh, that I went, took the gremlin yesterday and walked across the street to the liquor store across the street and uh-huh. bought some uh I like I prefer rye over okay. bourbon. I mean I like okay. them both, but yep. I like a good I like a little rye, a little spicy rye. Have you done um, whistle pig? Um, I got mentioners yesterday. Okay. Um, so I made myself a Manhattan last night. Oh, yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have was... to do, I mean, I know this is the preacher saying this, but we're going to have to do an alcohol, like our favorite drink sure. and alcohol brand. Listen, I'm Jesus, here for it. Jesus turned water into wine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And I will disclaimer and I will do it again too, but like I have n- I would had some days back in the day. I had some days, but mm-hmm. now like I've, I don't get so inebriated that I cannot be available for an emergency for my church. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I don't do anything. It's listen. Plus it's Balance. getting old. Yep. And haven't had too much to drink. Mm. Can't do too, it. Can't do it either. Nope. Quarter pounder does not solve that problem anymore. Cheese crystals either. (laughs) There is no crystal up here, so it couldn't help me. There's no crystal up here, by the way. There's no crystal up here. We don't have crystal down here either. We got water burger though. I don't have that. Um, Uh, But anyway, so those are my buttermilk pie and the rabbit hole of eggnog. So my buttermilk recipes i will post those three i will definitely look for the other one that manny mentioned on southern living for the um chicken the baked chicken so i'm excited about that it's good so now manny i can't wait to hear about your favorites well i didn't have food this some of these things are so i didn't have food this week but of course you know most of my favorites are food because listen i have a hobby it's food um first thing I had to share with y'all. There's a woman on Instagram. Her name is Caroline Chambers. Her call sign is Caro Chambers. Is it called a call sign? Call sign, whatever. (laughs) Oh, shaker breaker, foxy lady. (laughs) What's your 40? What's your 20? What is it? Your 20. What's your 20? Okay, I'm not Uh... good with that. Anyway, um, so I, I refer to her as Caro in my mind. I don't know if her friends call her that or not. Her name is Caroline. She is a stitch. She is originally from oh, North Carolina. I see this. <laughs> right. But she married a guy who was in the Navy SEALs and they now live in Northern California. They have three little boys. Uh, and she's a chef like she's a recipe developer um there's some good food person mm-hmm. but it's not complicated stuff like it's great like weeknight meals um if you live next to a trader joe's she's gonna hook you up um because she will show you all the time how to use all those crazy trader joe's you know half made pre-made as yep. Sandra what's her name used to say semi-homemade. semi-homemade um she shows you like how to use all that to make this you know She's great so meal cute and her little husband's so cute so cute and her stories are hysterical they the stories are usually like her boys like yesterday yesterday for Halloween she dressed up her youngest son who's just turned one she put him in a button-down blue oxford 
and she went to the library and she put on a beret and some sunglasses and she played audio from Notting Hill. Stop it. The movie over yeah. and she like you know her her baby's over there just like banging on a footstool but she's like pretending like he's saying he uh he grants lines and then she's reenacting julia roberts just so funny Love i mean it. she's great and it's Love she her one of her current um things she's doing is she's showing you how to take a bagged salad and make it like 10 times better Love, so oh. like a salad kit that you get she's yes. like take it out but then you add salami and you add this and you yeah. add and it's just like but I it's great it. so she's very realistic um she was also interviewed by the today show online not the not the today show but like really? the today show online this week because she's real big on how to raise your first child as if it's your third you know like just everybody yes. chill out it's everybody all gonna be fine um so she's like i want people to be able to enjoy motherhood um anyway she's a great father she's just funny um and then but she also has some great recipe um yeah I, i'm glad i'm following her now i'm very excited about it um and then my next recommendation is rancho gordo beans okay this is another company out in northern california um i think they're in napa i think it's beans yeah. but y'all they sell the best beans. I was making red beans and rice this week and I was looking at their recipe and I'm like, oh, I need to go ahead and start making those beans because you got to soak the beans. Yeah. You got to pre put. Yeah. What you do with these beans because they're so good that you just, like, they're not old. They're fresh beans. Love um, and they're like beans to me, other than like butter beans, are like a cold, cold weather food. Yes um and they just like they have like their little white beans that they sell are delicious i've gotten their black beans i've gotten their chickpeas um and they're just so good so i love it. rancho gordo beans and um, some rancho gordo beans um and then the last thing i have on my list is a podcast that i just started to listen to me and my phone back up. Every time Mandy tells us to do something, I literally get my phone and do it <laughs> right then. Because I have learned in life that I should just do what Mandy says. <laughs> Listen, so. this one, I don't, this one may make your brain explode. Okay. It, it I, is, look, it needs it every once in a while. It is boggling my mind. It's called The Kids of Rutherford County. Okay. It's by the same people that did Serial. Oh. It is about Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So um, it's a story out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is okay. just south of Nashville. Yep. Um, and it's it. about, it starts off telling the story that made national news. These little children, like I think the oldest one was 12, were arrested arrested and put into jail what because there was a video of some kids bullying a little boy and this police officer decided that all of all of the children all of the children needed to be arrested at their school and taken to jail y'all i cannot even so i listened to the first episode yesterday mm -hmm. and i've got some good friends that live in tullahoma which is the neighboring county over there and they're good friends from law school so yeah. i was like i'm gonna need y'all to listen to this and then yeah. we're gonna have to have a discussion yeah um and i guarantee you they know some of these people that were involved in all this but i listened to the second episode today and obviously if that happened it's a systemic thing yeah. going on in this county and so today was sort of a more of the backstory that yeah. you know has kind of shown how it how it got there i mean poor but you know the the hero so far of this story is a guy who you know just graduated from law school 25 years old doesn't know what the heck he's doing like every lawyer can relate to like oh, yeah. what, what, what am i supposed to do now 
and he just went somebody said well you can get you know you can get assignments from juvenile court so he went and watched a couple of cases and then he you know signed up to be assigned juvenile cases and this is what he got um, and so he's the one who's like sort of going this is like he found the tennessee statute that says yes children can be held in jail but these are the requirements that must be met yeah if they are you know like imminent harm to others or themselves like you know a very violent crime must have been committed you know things you, you know, would expect nothing that had happened um and so that. he's he the first girl he represented had like committed i think negligent arson i think was what it was mm. and he's like judge i'm looking at the statute right here you can't she can't be detained and the judge is like she's a threat they're in jail it's like what and yeah. so he it sounds like he's the one that sort of started rabble rousing and and getting something done and you know it's just a lesson to all of us in whatever capacity mm-hmm. we have and exist in the world it may not be taking on a juvenile court system but there's something in your life that you know is not right and you know you gotta speak up yeah you gotta speak up speak up if you you know follow your gut and you know talk to somebody um and lord yeah don't be putting little children in jail i like this choice for this week because it's only got two episodes so i don't feel like i'm too far behind and it's not going to take me forever to catch up. So, and they're only like 30 minute episodes. They're yeah, not real short episodes. So go follow and do what Mandy tells you. I find it to be very helpful in life. <laughs> the new Crime Town. Are you a Crime Town fan? Did you listen to the road out? That's a really good one, especially for my lawyer friends. Okay. So um, this one is about, um, this season is about a horse lady in Ohio who stole all the city's money to buy horses with. And it's the largest case of municipal fraud in the country. Good Lord. Um, I'll add that one to Mandy's list too. It's called, um, and the other crime towns have been really good as well. But it follows um, like one story. Yeah. So one city. So the first one was oh, okay. um, Providence, Rhode Island and the mob there. Um uh, this was this was Crooked City. I'm sorry, okay. Crooked City. They've done this was Dixon, Illinois. They've done um, Chicago. They've done Detroit with the mayor that got arrested and put in jail. Those are very fascinating. So all those are really good too. So I'll put Crooked City on here. My very favorite crime podcast or or justice podcast yeah. um, is In the Dark. The I'll second love. season, specifically mm-hmm. focusing on one Curtis Flowers. Yes, that's that a is- good one. Doctor Death, um, that the one, the cancer doctor, Doctor Death, is coming out on Netflix. They've made that into a series. Mercy, I know it's. I love a podcast, so I I love this suggestion. I'm definitely going to start listening. Um, like I said, it may make your head explode. I tried to think of another one that. Would, would like counter counteract i mean we talk about everybody knows about big boo right the yeah. big boo cast we've talked about them a lot they're always a great sort of light yeah fun, not make you lament the state the, of the world right the gravy one i have gotten several recommendations from them as well mm-hmm. so i've kind of gone down that rabbit hole so that was a good recommendation for podcasts was gravy um but i love all the crime ones Listen, I, I was at the dentist. Me, but I love them. I, I was at the dentist yesterday, and the the hygienist said, "Are you at a board meeting?" Because I have my earbuds in. I said, "What?" I said, "No, I'm listening to Keith Morrison. Tell me about somebody that got murdered." And I was like, "What are you talking about at a board meeting?" She board. was telling me that people like will come to get their cleaning and be listening in on meetings while they're getting their teeth cleaned. I was like, "I'm sorry." that's a bridge too far that's too much yeah but maybe those are great favorites thank you i have i'm gonna do all the things lovely i love it um well friends we've got a lot coming up we're so excited we've been looking at the holidays and kind of a schedule and things that we want to do if you 
uh, want to suggest stuff for us to do, please let us know about the holidays. What would you like us to talk about? Um, we're thinking about like gifts, food gifts that you can give. Um, I just added one when you said something about um, dressing up for Halloween like a movie. I think Christmas movies. I watch a Christmas movie every day in December. Um, so I think we should do our favorite Christmas movies one episode, that kind of thing. So tell us all the things you think we should talk about. There's nothing too ridiculous. For sure. Because we will, we're pretty ridiculous. You mean you'll admit us, right? We're ridiculous. <laughs> you know who we haven't said her name today? Birch. Bertie Birch. I feel like we haven't given her a shout out today. Bertie Birch texted. She did, of course, know the glass. Uh, oh, good. Was already following. Estelle. Yeah, for her favorites last week, Estelle, yes. Um, so she did text and say she had, she was already in on that. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. It is really, really beautiful. So yeah. Hey Birch. Go tell my friends at two friends. I said, hello. Every time (laughs) I walk in that place in St. Simon's, I only go a couple times a year, but they're like, there she is. (laughs) We know her. (laughs) Oh boy. Yep. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Mandy. It's been so much fun getting caught up. Mandy has been a busy little bee over the past few weeks with all her lawyer and stuff. And so uh, we have not gotten to talk. So this is our time to catch up. So thanks for listening in. Um, we love this time together and we hope you have too. Thanks, y'all. Have a great week. And Bye, Brooker. Bye, Brooke. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>